from home being empty and expect to find God here but you find God from where you come from and also find him here glory to Jesus so we greet the Lord this morning he is wonderful I'm also passing my greetings to the man God saw it fit to be leading us here and also giving us the word and also giving us the instruction under the leadership of the Holy Spirit which is the Apostle Limpani and his wonderful beautiful wife hallelujah I also greeted the church board and the leadership the mothers and fathers young people hallelujah Amen. the young people who fear Christ even at school even at the university even on the streets where we don't see them they still fear the Lord also the small children who are protected by the Lord even in the kindergarten schools where we don't see them they eat food that sometimes the doctors will be telling them that they must not eat but they still come back healthy under the grace and the leadership of the Lord Glory to Jesus. Saints, I'm so blessed to be here in the house of the Lord. And I'm also scared of standing in this scary place. Hallelujah. Amen. Therefore, I need your prayers. It's not easy to stand here. Hallelujah. Amen. Because you are standing before people whom God said, one day I'll come back and fetch them. So you can just imagine giving the content that is not aligned with the rapture to the bride of Christ. So it is imperative for us who stand here that we follow the blueprint. I've already started my preaching. Hallelujah. It is very much important that the preachers, when they stand here, that they follow the message as is. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to Jesus. Can we stand on our feet, saints? We are going to read the, the word of God. Uh, just forgive me for this cup. I'm trying to work with my voice. Amen. 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 If it disturbs you while I put it here, please shout, tell, let me know. Amen. Amen. I have realized that we can be disturbed by very small things when it comes to the reading of the word. Amen. Amen. Glory to Jesus. We are going to get our scripture reading from the book of Matthew. But before we do that, can I just speak to the Lord? Because this is His word. Amen. Amen. 
because we are going to open your word. And we pray this morning that you reveal it to us the way you want it to be revealed. We don't want any interpretation of any man, no matter how powerful the person can be or how powerful the person can be regarded by other people. We just want to hear from you. We want to hear you speaking, O Lord. Father, I pray right now in the name of Jesus, if there be a heart that is disturbed right now, in the name of Jesus. If there be a thought that is now deposited to somebody which is not aligned to your word, I pray in the name of Jesus that Lord align our thoughts with your word. I pray, Father, if there be a spirit, Lord, a soul that is not well, oh Father, make it well in the name of Jesus. If there be a physical body right now which is in pain or with a type of a disease, we speak against it right now in the name of Jesus. That there mustn't be anything that will disturb the hearing of your word in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord, even if somebody came from home and they never ate anything, I pray that doesn't disturb your weight in the name of Jesus. Let nothing disturb your presence, the flow of your anointing, Lord, upon your people in the name of Jesus. Father, anoint everybody that is in here in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I pray that you show yourself in the manner that we have never seen you before. In the name of Jesus Christ. Even the one who is filled with anxiety right now, we nullify it, we pray against it. In the name of Jesus Christ. Baba, whether it be the child, whether it be an elderly person, whether it be a youth, in Jesus mighty name, whatever worries, we pray against them right now. Let your word fill us up in the name of Jesus. And let there be an overflow of your word in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Matthew chapter 7. Matthew chapter We are going to read from verse 24. Verse 27. <laughs> Therefore, whosoever heareth these saints of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended. And the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. Let me finish my prayer. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon the house. And it fell, and great was the fall of it. Then you just pray for them. Thank the Lord for it. 
Especially when it comes to the tapes. Amen. Amen. We have a, a privilege of receiving a quality message. Hallelujah. Amen. We also have a privilege of knowing wrong and the good content but I have an issue with that because sometimes too much of knowledge without being put in practice becomes null and void. Hallelujah. Amen. So, I remember in the university, you'll find students who have all the textbooks prescribed, even have more, and still go to the library and still get more resources for referencing. Come the exam, that student knows nothing with all those resources. On top of that, they will be even having Google unkept Wi-Fi at home Wi-Fi is a not disturbed at all is a city come rain winds and everything they have fiber at home but still come the exams 
They faint. You find the student who has no resources, who depends on other people's uh, textbooks to gather information. That person does not sleep day and night because they know that they do not own a particular textbook. They are dependent on copies. Come the exam time. Cum laude. Then you ask yourself, What is wrong? That a person who has all the resources, everything that is needed to be at school. They don't worry about transport. Because their parents have got cars. Or they, they book them the cabs. Or they are staying in the residential places of the school. So there is no worry. They have good food. They have everything. But come exams. They fail. So it is just a caution that even though we have everything does not guarantee us rapture. Just like a student who has all the textbooks is not guaranteed a graduation. How many of the students have you seen who had everything that is needed by the lecturers and they still fail you have seen them you find a person who does not have time he is working he's got businesses he's got a family to take care of he's also studying that person comes the graduations. They are there. But you find a full-timer who has nothing to worry about. Failing. It hits home, That is why it is not even. But amen, you in Amen. Amen. So now I'm bringing it home. We have the prophet. We have the tapes. We have all the resources. But it will be so painful to see us missing the rapture while having everything that God has provided for us to know it is only when I came here that I understood that you cannot baptize in the titles but you baptize in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ but what do I do about that after knowing it because the power of the knowledge is in the practice the power 
of knowing is in putting what you know in, in practice in doing it and when you are doing it there's a word obedience it is useless to know something just to come to break about it it is useless to know something or about something only to, to try and find what is wrong about other people. It is good to know about something and be empowered from that knowledge and share it with other people so that you can empower those people. But also in your life, you put it in practice. Because other people, it becomes difficult for them to learn why you are saying something. Others, they learn in video form. They learn while watching, not while listening. So they have to watch your life in order to see what has been written now knowing about the seals is the seals or diesel is useless if you are not going to live according to the seals we need to see the seals being revealed through your life in practice even the seventh seal we must see through your life in practice the thunders must be revealed through your life in practice so people Understand them. They can see them in practice. That this person, even though I don't know that this is a seal being revealed, but I can see that God is alive in Hallelujah. Amen. Other people, it's difficult for them to listen and read the scriptures. Oh, people who don't know the Lord. But when they even when you go through the fire and still say my redeemer this person ask themselves a question how can this person still worship the Lord who let him or watched him get into the fire how crazy can that be and when they see you going beyond the fire you go through and you are beyond on that other side and they ask themselves how can that be surely I want to have the same God who can watch you get into the fire be with you in the fire and walk with you into the fire amen Hallelujah. Amen. So the blueprint. Someone when they explain it, they say it is a design plan. Or a design model. Hallelujah. Amen. And someone else, when they explain it, 
They say it is a complete plan. That complete plan, it explains how to do or develop something. So, in other words, that the contents of that plan or the contents of that model from the designer's mind have to show the builder or the architecture that this is how I want this to manifest in the physical form. Hallelujah. In other words, the builder must not be innovative. He must not come with his idea. He must not come with his own product. That is innovation. Whereby you want to bring a specific update on something that is existing. Because you think it is now outdated. But the blueprint it is the designer plan from the designer's mind. Somebody else, when they, when they explain it, they say it is a photographic print on a blue background with a white content on it. Hallelujah. Amen. It is a photographic image of what must manifest into the physical form. Hallelujah. Amen. So let's take this building. Somebody might say this corner right here or this curve is useless. But the designer when they designed a blueprint they had it in their mind that this is how this structure I want it to come about. When somebody who's skilled to build reads from my blueprint the photographic image of what I have put here must come into fruition. Hallelujah. So, but if you can build what was not in the blueprint and you become innovative, then the designer is going to come and check the structure against the blueprint. Even if it, it can be a small idea, he will see it. And when he sees that, you will have to destroy the structure. And that will be the waste of material. 
Waste of time. Waste of energy. Waste of strength. Waste of money. Let's take our taxi right there. It costs how much? That you wrote. How did you take it out there? Was it forty million or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That taxi rank has not met its objective. The taxi rank has not met its objective. The blueprint. The blueprint. One. So somebody did not follow the model. Which the engineers had in the blueprint. Or a wrong builder was appointed. So it is a detailed plan or a program of action. Even the material that you need to use is detailed in the blueprint meaning you cannot install aluminium windows if they are not detailed in the blueprint the size the breadth and the width are detailed in the blueprint now today we are going to look at the correct blueprint for a quality structure because there are many blueprints out there <laughs> Hallelujah. there's a lot of blueprints for different structures some quality some just structures depends on the mind of the designer of the blueprint depends on the state of feeling and state of mind of the designer oh lord so normally they use blueprints on Maps, mechanical drawings, and architectural plans, and so forth. The roads, the structures. I'm trying to bring the picture of our subject today. So that when we preach, you have a picture of what we're talking about. Amen. Amen. You see on our roads, we've got so many portals. We get unnecessary accidents. Unnecessary. Person is not drunk. Under the correct speed limit, gets an accident because of somebody did not follow the blueprint. Somebody thought of being innovative. Maybe for the sake of pocketing money, a lot of change from the project. They, they put sand instead of tar and when the rain comes 
The rest is history. We no longer have potholes. We have dams in the road. We have rivers and the seas in the road. You don't know where to go. You don't know where to drive. But the unfortunate part of it is that we still pay. You go and renew your disc, you pay. Your driver's license, you pay. You buy new tires, you still pay tax. You buy sweet, you still pay tax. Somebody did not follow the blueprint. I want you to get it sense so that when we get into our preaching we are all in the same page. Hallelujah. Amen. How important this blueprint is. And it is so detailed. Yet somebody fails to, to just follow what is already written and built according to the detailed model that is put before them. Glory to Jesus. The prophet says in 1954, 05-09, the invasion of the United States, he says, and the only way that I know to be somewhere near right is to see what the pattern was. To look off the blueprint and see what it was. And then I know what that was will be something similar to what this is here. So in, in other words, what was written or designed in the blueprint how it is going to look like when it is designed physically. Glory to Jesus. The scripture we read it says a wise man he builds his house on the rock. Hallelujah. Amen. And the foolish one builds his house on the sand. The very same sand that they cover the potholes with on the road there. And our cars are still turning in them. Glory to Jesus. The Bible says when the storm comes when the floods come storming against the house that is on the rock and when they pass the house will be left standing glory to Jesus amen There's something that we don't understand as Christians. 
We always regard God as somebody who can prevent storms from coming in our lives. The Bible does not say if the floods but it says when the storms comes, when the floods come when the rain comes that house must be ready to stand and be not waved away hallelujah so it's not the matter of if the storm will come the storm is coming even now the storm is coming but when the storm comes how are you going to be that is the question that we need to ask ourselves that when the floods do come are we still going to be standing or will be gone with the floods Glory to Jesus. Amen. Because the storm is coming. Now many people love to the song, Storm is Each and every one of us says, has the storm that is coming. And when the storm comes, are you on the rock that you can be left standing? Or are you on the sand that the floods will take you away with them? Because the storm is not over. Uh, Oh Lord. I'm not kissing you saints. Yeah. I am not. If it was according to us, the storms wouldn't should, should not come. But unfortunately, unfortunately, the storm is coming. But the, the biggest question is when the storm comes, are you able to withstand Because according to the resources you have, you already know that the rock is Christ Jesus the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. According to the resources you have, you already know that Christ Jesus the Lord is the word manifest. So that you know, you are so You have enough resources. You have information. The Lord Jesus says, "Upon 
this rock I will build my church we know about the rock we know about the Christ but about Christ but are we built upon him can we be left standing after the storm has subsided Or will be swept away with the floods. And how painful will that be? With the resources we have. The Bible says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Now, if you go to verse 3, it says all things were made by him. The word. Amen. Amen. And without him was not anything made that was made. Amen. So, meaning everything that happens is predetermined by the will of God. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Whether good or bad, or na yin pig a Now, if you thought that by coming to the Lord, only good things are going to happen in your life, you are the high power. So, kahu kahu kore no no na na ugo itza after that tuze monadi unchwarele wanisu. Because the Bible says, everything that was made, the only way a and two was made. By the way, nothing that has been made just mushroomed. Even the devil himself was created by God. The very same tempter was created by God. The demons where the angels created by God nothing that was made just mushroomed out and nobody knew where it came from but the word made it so meaning everything that is happening is not a surprise to God but when the tempter comes for your life and he comes like floods will there be a standard that will be lifted up in your life so that you can go beyond the floods and fly high like an eagle and enjoy yourself in the storm will you be like a chicken which will be taken away by the flood it is good to stand on the rock that is never shaken 
Because remember the sand is swept away all the time. Those who have been at the sea, <laughs> you would know that when you are standing in the water at the sea, if somebody could measure your height initially and after the water has come to you and went back into the sea you would see that you are now shorter than before why because when the water comes and it goes through you then comes back it goes into the sea with the sand so meaning the sand is not stable so you go a bit lower though you don't recognize it because you are looking at your natural height but if we were to measure the level of water before the water came to you and after it went away into the sea you see that the sand underneath your, your feet has been swept away it might not be, be, be swept away all of it but a portion of it is gone therefore the level of the height becomes reduced so if you can't swim you will be swept away into the sea and you will drown and die and But if you were at the sea and you are standing upon a rock, you still maintain the same height. That is why when you are at the sea, you must not run away from the water. You must not fight the water. You must gently come out if you don't know how to swim. So nothing that was made has been made outside the supremacy of the will of God. So the blueprint is the instruction of how the house should be built. And there is no way that the builder can omit or add anything that is omit or add anything on the blueprint. He has to follow it. He has to follow the model as per the design. Glory to Jesus. Are you getting the picture saying Maybe I should close here. Because you've got a picture already. Hallelujah. Amen. So if the designer specifies the size of the foundation according to the size of the building. 
according to the size of the building. Oh, like like dig against the hour. You can't dig a foundation for a for for a five bedroom house as though you are digging a foundation for a two bedroom house. It's going to fall. So it is imperative to follow the blueprint. Because even though the instructions are not uttered by the voice, those designed and, and written instructions speak more than enough. Amen. So our issue here it's the people who think they know. Hey, innovation. It's too much, especially in my career. It's so too much. You'd hear somebody say, we need to update this. We need to be innovative. Come up with new ideas. Come up with new products. But unfortunately, the word of God, the Bible says, He is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. You cannot bring innovation in the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. No matter how you think the word of God is old, outdated it is. It is still relevant today. It will be relevant tomorrow. Even ten years to come, the word of God will still be relevant. It was relevant before, many years before, even before I was born. Today I'm 38 years old. The word of God is still relevant. Can't update it. Can't move anything from it. Can't learn anything. God is going to remove it. Hallelujah. We can't be innovative in the blueprint of life, which is the word of God. We ought to follow it to the teeth. Glory to Jesus. Amen. This is a blueprint of our lives. Hallelujah. Amen. We need to know out of it how we conduct ourselves, how we speak with other people, how we need to treat other people. Glory to Jesus. We are living in the days where women can lie in the police station and say the guy raped me even if he didn't rape her. These are the lives we are living in. We are living the days where a father can sleep with his five-year-old daughter and nothing happens because he's got money by the law. Yeah. These are the horrible 
days we are living in. When a Christian, because we don't see them, can do everything that they think it is right according to them. They are being innovative. They are bringing their own ideas, their own products into the blueprint of the life that was provided for this day. Glory to Jesus. Now a person repents only when the lady is not pregnant. When we now see the evidence of what was happening behind the pastor, that is when the person repents. All along, they have been living outside the children. They have been adding their own we are living in the days when it is very much normal that a Christian can mistreat another person and everything is normal but that person knows the designer or claims to be knowing the designer of the word yet they are living outside of it glory to Jesus Amen. you find gossipers in the house of the Lord you find people who are backbiting other people in the house of the Lord yet claiming that we are Christians we are the children of God oh glory to Jesus remember we found the same grace from God himself oh hallelujah amen Imagine if the prostitute would would walk into that door, working wearing a one or two centimeter skirt, revealing the entire underwear. How are we going to look at her? The look will tell what is in our hearts. Other looks will be darting here already coming through the door. Remember, when you correct somebody, you correct somebody that, that has been taught. You can't correct somebody whose life they have been thinking that it is normal. You need to transform them first. Let them know first. you can correct them. Amen. You, you can't correct a person who is demon possessed. You have to deliver them first. Then teach them. And correct them. If they get out of the way. But we find ourselves correcting people who know nothing. Praise God. I, I can't correct this guy. I need to teach him. He is in a teaching stage. And you can't correct what you, what you have never taught. We have people here. People come here. Before we can even teach them how 
this church is run or how we conduct ourselves here we already kill them before they can even try to to be stable come on now church amen the blueprint has to teach us how we treat other people now people become demoralized to continue fellowshipping because of us people who know the blueprint we are supposed to be sharing the blueprint to say my sister, my brother this is how we build let's follow this blueprint because the blueprint that they have been following out there all along have been the blueprint have been the correct blueprint to build quality structures accordingly but when they come here we need to show them that no you had a blueprint but it was the, the incorrect one now this is the correct one glory to Jesus Amen. how many people have we lost here because of the manner at which we look at them just because we are wearing suits just because there's a certain way of how we should cut our hair as men and how not the how the women not are not supposed to be cutting their hair and then a woman comes through that door having cut her hair as a visitor and the look we give to them says you do not belong here who are you man to give that kind of a look. Remember, before you knew what you know, somebody approached you. Somebody taught you. Somebody showed you the blueprint. And you did not like this. You like this. But today, we lose the souls because of how we treat them. Remember, saints, that we are here so that we can be taught. Right? Amen. And when you are taught, there's a state where you need to graduate. And after graduating, you must be able to put into practice what you have been taught. Then you teach others. Oh, but just imagine a second year student is given a chance to tutor the first year student and then now you act like you are a master's degree student to these first years you forget that you were once a first year student who knew nothing and that did not mean you did not belong to the university. It means you did not know what was taught in the university. But the chance you were given. Glory to Jesus. 
Oh, hallelujah. Amen. So when that young man comes to that door and he walks like this, <laughs> Then we look at him. We say he doesn't belong here. Even if we don't say it, because most of the time we don't say it. But just looking at a person, we already told him you don't belong here. It would be so nice to approach a person. Get the numbers. Get the address. And start to do some follow-up sessions. And slowly but surely teach and testify. Teach and testify until the person where time comes that the person realizes that this is not that Makulan speaking to me now. It is the Lord speaking to me. And today is the day for me to change. So we assume that everyone who's coming here already knows what type of doctrine we have. Oh, glory to Jesus. Give me saints. I just wonder when Jesus died on the cross if he, he were to have such a feet while on the cross hanging there and then he decides on the cross that this one and that one and that one I don't want him in salvation But salvation came for all. For everyone. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. So our correct blueprint is Christ. Amen. And we are supposed to be the material. Now look at this. I am not a, I'm not a civil engineer or I don't know, construction engineer, whatever you call them. I get really to about to But I want to show you something that is before your eyes. And I'm glad that it's here. You see that there's bricks which are left full and they are used as they are. Hallelujah. Amen. And then if you look somewhere at the corner there, others are 
cut into quarters small pieces others are cut into half others are not used as straight as we can see them they are tilted into another direction but the objective is to follow the blueprint and build the structure manifesting it into physical hallelujah so you can't tell me that this piece is not important come on now you can't tell me that this brick is much more important than this this brick will never survive without this come on now amen you cannot survive without pumulo come on now say hey man you cannot no matter how many years in salvation you think you have been you cannot never survive you cannot be complete without no matter how small you see her to be no matter how poor or how low you think she is no matter how bad you think she is no matter how unholy you think she is just because you think you are holy you can't survive Amen. Praise the Lord. It takes the core following of the blueprint for you to realize that we are members one to another. We form the church, we form up upon this rock I will build my church and we are that material that is built upon the rock which is Christ himself and without a finger the nose cannot survive because if the fly can get and sit right here the nose cannot produce the finger on its own in order to stretch the fly out of the nose it needs the joint to pull up the hand and the hand to press the finger for it to scratch the nose no matter how small the hand you think it is you will need it glory to Jesus and for, for us to understand that we need to understand that there's no one who's bigger than Hallelujah Thank you.
that small, those small pieces are the ones which are building towards the door and they are holding this corner and without them these ones can just be flung away and fall so they are held by these small pieces And I say also unto thee, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail if you can follow that scripture you will find that Christ says I will build whose church pastor's church sister's church no I will build my church Moses Inquires from the Lord. He says, Whom shall I say sent me? And God says, Tell them that I am has sent you. I am the deliverer has sent you. I am the healer has sent you. I am God. I am father I am friend I am parent I sent you glory to Jesus I am holy I am perfect he has sent you and no one can stand before you if I am is with you Oh Jesus. This is too much. So he says, I will build my church. Meaning he is going to provide the material. The size and everything that is needed to build the church. Meaning there is no pastor, there is no apostle or evangelist who will come and help God to build his church. But we find so many churches mushrooming in each and every corner. People are providing for themselves materials to build their churches. But when the storms come, we find that the churches are gone because they were built without a blueprint of the church design. No man should be able to build a church. No apostle should be able to build a church. But upon this road, I Christ will build my church. Hallelujah. So they need to get that revelation from the contents 
of the instructions of the blueprint. But they don't have it. Yet they still build it. They think they build their they his church but they are building their churches but he says Peter upon this road upon this revelation upon the way I will build my church hallelujah innovation doesn't work in the Lord it has never worked they try to be innovative my brother they trying to build a tower trying to go to God physically never did they understand that God is spiritual and they wanted to see God physically and they started to build a tower and God confused them because I will build my church upon this rock hallelujah they had the blueprint it was working and God himself saw it that it was working and he said before they come here before they can arrive here let's stop them there because they are using their own blueprints they are using their own intellectual now I'm going to confuse them glory to Jesus In Exodus chapter 25, verse 40. And God says, And look that thou make them after their pattern, which was shoot thee in the mount. God was speaking to Moses here. He says, All of these designs, inclusive of the tabernacle. And the decorations and everything. Make sure that you make them according to the pattern I gave you. Oh, not your pattern. Hallelujah. Amen. But the pattern I gave you on the mount. How many of us? Do experience the mount in our own space where God can give you the pattern how you can conduct yourself in life. Do we even have those mountains? Do you have a Sinai in your life where you spend time with the Lord? Where you receive the pattern of life? No wonder we are being innovative in our lives. We are full of ideas on how we can approach life and we fail this man and after failing this man the first person we play becomes God whom we dishonor oh Jesus In verse 8, he says, Let them make me a sanctuary. Then I may dwell among them. That I may do what? 
Or the kids gone? Then I may dwell among them. But that sexual must be made. Having followed the instructions, because the content within that blueprint is the mind of the designer. When you get home, you, you, you can read that that scripture is very nice. And see even the ark of the covenant. How it was structured. Those rings, the size. Oh Lord. Amen. And the specific material that God specifies there. Western says, and they shall make an ark of shooting wood. Two cubits and a half shall be the length thereof. God was specific. And at the end of it all, Moses followed the pattern. Hallelujah. Amen. You can take Noah when he was constructing or building the ark. You can just imagine if he were to be innovative. Start saying, okay. God is outdated here. I think this room I can put in aluminium windows. And then they come and just remove it. Or the flats just remove it. And then they drown and die. But they had to follow the pattern of God's instructions. And that biggest ark ever became the strongest ship ever made and it was just floating above the floods that have never come to this world ever from that day but the people who are now innovating their ships have been drowning each and every day with the newest technologies you can you can think of. Yet the ark which was sailed by God there was no technical person in there. Even the person who closed and locked the doors was God himself. You couldn't find a man's doing in that house. You couldn't find a man's measurement in that house. Even the material was provided for by God Himself. Everything, the instructions, even the types of animals, and their gender, and how and their numbers come in. God led the animals into the ark. Try doing that, the lion is gonna finish. But yet the lions came in, the elephants came in. Every type of animal that God specified, they came in and they were preserved.
But our people just look at the blueprint. And they said, You are crazy. No? But I see them now when it's raining heavy and it's not stopping. And they're like, Noah, open for us. And I'm sure Noah with his heart feeling sorry for them. People are about to drown. They're about to die. And I could see him going to the door trying to open. And then he remembers his it's not me who closed the door. So the one who locked it, he left them like that to I'm not gonna finish this study. It's 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 really long. But what we see out of this when you follow the blueprint you are obedient so we get a lesson there out of it obedience even when the designer is not there you still continue to follow the blueprint he is in front checking others you are behind the structure you are busy building according to the blueprint unsupervised obedience you remember Saul Saul God said, you kill everything. And he kept some. And there was a noise. Because these things have a way of coming out. Even though they are done in secret, they have a way of coming out saying, don't do things in secret thinking that no one sees you. Yes, no one physically sees you. No pastor is seen. No deacon is seen. But God sees you. And these things have a way of just oozing out without them being invited. And when they are out, you start insulting God. And things were crying. There was a noise behind them. And the prophet of God says, What is that? What's that? That I hear behind you. He says, No. It's a sacrifice for the Lord. And the prophet says, Didn't God tell you to kill everything? Obedience is better than sacrifice. If he doesn't come in. Bible says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ. Hallelujah. Even Jesus himself, while he was still on earth, he followed the blueprint to the T. Hallelujah. He says, I do nothing unless the Lord tells me to do it. 
Even the people who are coming through to me God brings them to me Amen But how do we find it That we do things on our own outside God and still claim we are doing it for God or we are doing it in the Lord says the Lord is coming and he's coming He's coming back very soon. And the painful thing is that the more the time approaches, the further away we go from Christ. Don't know if you've realized that. The time is getting much more close. The further we get from here. Lots of things are distracting us. And we allow them to distract us. Now let me show you something. The Bible says the children of Israel were afflicted. They were abused. The Bible says the more they afflicted them, the stronger they became. And the more in numbers they increased. Hallelujah. That is how it should be in the child of God. That the more you are afflicted, the more powerful you become. Hallelujah. Amen. The more you are abused, the more powerful you get. Hallelujah. Amen. The more you are abused, the more prayerful you become. The more you are afflicted, the further deep you get into the world of God. The more you are afflicted, the taller you grow in the Lord. Much more strength you receive from God. Not that when you are afflicted and then you get weak. Even God Himself is saying, When you are weak, that's when you are strong. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I have never seen a, a strongest person than the person who thinks they are weak. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is always the opposite. Look at the person who's been chased. They can jump the one as high as this building. But on a normal situation, they cannot do that. But once they are frightened, once they think they are weak, that's when powerful they are. That's when they can jump higher. And when they look back, they are amazed at themselves. How did I jump that? But nevertheless, I am away from my enemy. When the enemy afflicts you, you shouldn't be weaker and weaker and weaker. 
until he finds you. The four leprous men they caucused around themselves they were so weak they were so sick they were hungry but they said to themselves if we stay here we are still going to die if we go to the camp and find our enemies suddenly they will kill us but nevertheless their camp has the food their camp has Everything that we need to the camp we are coming. And when they got there, God did a miracle. They found what The point is to follow the blueprint. Oh, glory to Jesus. I think I'm not going to get into my inspiration. I feel my heart that I should conclude. But I just want to show you something. Samson feels to be innovative he's playing chicken with a snake he's playing chicken with a dog he's playing chicken with a lion he's playing chicken with something that is dangerous Delilah keeps on asking him what is it that will make you weak and he keeps on lying and every time when he lies every time when he tells Delilah something Delilah keeps on saying Samson, Samson, the Philistines are upon you. You want to tell me that Samson did not understand that Delilah was sending him to the Philistines so that they can kill him? Why probing one question over and over and over about his strength? He kept on lying. The Bible says, up until he told her his heart. Judges chapter 16. And when he told the truth, they came for him. He lived outside the blueprint. The instruction on the blueprint was that you never cut your hair for you are a Nazarite. That was the instruction. That was the content of the blueprint. But he saw it fit to be so innovative with the new ideas so as to slip on the knee. 
And because of innovation, he lost his eyes. And he became a puppet. Something to play with. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Lord. Bible says, submit yourselves. Therefore, to God, resist the devil. Every time the apostle, when he touches this scripture, he always tells us that the word resist, it means hate. It means hate the devil. Resist the devil. And he will flee from you. Hallelujah. And many Christians, when they fight against demons, you see them kicking the walls, kicking the air. While they are telling themselves that they are kicking the demons. No, it is easy. Resist the devil. And he will flee from you. You cannot kick the devil. Because while kicking the devil, you are kicking your brother. While kicking the devil, you will have to kick your sister. You will have to kick somebody. Because the devil has to find himself inside somebody. So resist the spirit. So Samson lost the power trying to impress Delilah. I said we are moving further away from the Lord while the time is getting much more close. We are trying to impress the world. We are trying to impress our neighbors. We are trying to impress our colleagues. At the church you are holy. At work there is a type of a language you use. They don't even know that you are a Christian. Samson has tried to charm because there's no way that you can tell me he didn't know or he didn't see it coming he saw it coming my brother Delilah was not secretive she showed who she was. Samson. Samson. Every time after binding him. Samson. Samson. Philistines are upon you. But I tell you, when he spoke the truth, the Bible says. 
Delilah told, told the lords of, of, of Philistines. And she said, Samson spoke his heart. And the Bible says, she caused him <laughs> to sleep on, his, on her thigh, on, on her knees. And one by one, the contents of the blueprint were shaven off. One by one, they were shaven off. And he thought he could still come up and fight the Philistines. Little did he know that he sold his peculiarity because of the needs. Hey, brothers, the knees are very powerful. <laughs> it depends what do you do on the knees. They can be powerful if you kneel down and pray. They can be powerful and destroy you if you sleep on them. They will eliminate the anointing and the power that is upon you. You will still be preaching without any anointing. You will still sing without the anointing. You will still pray without the anointing. You will play the instrument without the anointing. You will testify with no anointing. The blueprint the contents, the instructions, the mind of the author will be gone. There's not danger on the knees if you use them correctly. And let me tell you, when the enemy comes for you, you see him. Believe me, you do see him. You just decide that you'll be ignorant. You decide to be ignorant. Can I repeat it again? There is a decision of ignorance. But knowing you know that the enemy is coming for you. This one wants to kill you, but you're still going for him. But I love the person when they realize that I've messed up here. I have decided to be ignorant. And then they say, Lord, I know I killed so many sins before. I know that I avoided so many temptations before. But can I now, even this one and evermore, just destroy them? And Samson said unto the land that held him by the hand, suffer me that I may fill the pillars 
Where upon the house standeth, that I may lean upon them. Now the house was full of men and women, and all the lords of the Philistines were there, and they were upon the roof about 3,000 men and women. They were on the roof. Making him a puppet, something to play with, because he lost the instructions, he lost the contents of the blueprint. Oh, hallelujah! And Samson called unto the Lord and said, Oh, Lord God, remember me. And strengthen me. I pray thee only this once. Oh God, that I may be at once avenged of the Philistines for my two eyes. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. That I may have faith for my two eyes. I know that I decided to be innovative on your blueprint. But right now, God, I see my mistake. It cost me the vision. I can't see anymore. I can't even see you. I can't see my enemies. But right now, Lord, strike me again. Give me power again. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. Give me strength again. That I can just avenge for my two eyes. Oh, hallelujah. Even if you are lying on your last bed. But you just say, God, God, give me strength again to avenge. The enemy stole my time. Been living for two years without any devotions, oh Lord. I have been a virgin, but not a chaste virgin. Avenge for me, oh Lord. Give me the strength again. I have been living as a Christian, but an empty Christian. Only the name has been left that I am called. But all along. But but my eyes do not see far. I can only see here. Hallelujah. I thought I was wearing something up until you have revealed to me that I'm actually naked. Oh Lord, give me your apparel. I need you right now. I have been omitting some of the instructions of the blueprint living according to my own understanding but today I am learning as I'm holding these two pillars that Lord today I need to die 
Because I have been alive all along. And I now understand that for me to live is Christ. Glory to Jesus. We stand on our corner on our feet. We need to understand that Lord for me to live it is Christ. Not my will, O Lord. Not my understanding. Not my, my intellectuals. But the instructions and the content within the blueprint which is the word of God. In the beginning there was a word. The word was with God. The word was God. And nothing that was made was made outside of the word of God. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. We cannot be deep in sin while in the world and be deep in sin while in Christ. We cannot be like that. We can't live double standards. You will hear people in the world they will say no. You know, I love women and I love men. And you, 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 you are just confused. You are asking yourself, how can a person love men and women in the same There must be a spirit that God always hated lukewarmness. That is why the content of the blueprint must be followed to the core. Now, wait, no sentence, no must be omitted yes, in the blueprint. Hallelujah. Amen. Some of us are poor here. Not because you were born to be poor, but because of not following the instruction. The Bible says, Bring tact in my house, and you decide to yield everything that you receive. And God says, you are already cursed. No one curses you. But what you do in disobedience curses you automatically. Once you decide not to be obedient for the word of the Lord, you are cast away without anyone opening their mouth and start cursing you. Hallelujah. So do you understand that our lives are because of us casting ourselves hallelujah we are casting ourselves disobedience equals to self-casting maybe you've been praying a long time for your business to be correct for you to get a correct job for you to the life that you have been dreaming of. But if you were to follow the blueprint, you would even know what to pray for, how to pray for it, what to pray for it. So we are praying amidst hands we are not receiving. Remember, God understands His way on whether you are Zulu. Hallelujah. Amen. God respects 
the Lord comes for your soul, you have already repented. You have already told him about the story of your life. When I started here, I spoke about these judgmental eyes which will be looking at people and start telling them that they don't belong here. You know yourself. Speak to the Lord. God would have never let this word come down like this. If it went for me, if it went for you, if, if it went for us here. person to gossip about the people who have fallen or the people who are poor or the people who cannot do anything for themselves instead of helping them pray for the strength to God and God I need to follow your blueprint to the core I need to be able to love people as you have loved me I need to respect people as you respect me, the mind that was in Christ must be in me as well. You know when people tell you that please pray for me, I am weak on this angle, I am weak on this angle, and then instead of you praying, you go to another person and you start telling them about the brother's issues. You know it. Saints, the time is getting closer and closer and closer. You don't want to miss the Lord when He comes. He must still find faith when He comes. He's not looking for powerful Christians when He comes. But He's looking for faith when He comes. against the unrepentant heart 
Oh Lord have mercy. You know making noise. Is not going to help us to be the correct material. For a quality structure. Jumping around. And singing. And, and praying. It's not going to help us. To bring the appointed material. In the structure of the Lord. But we need to be obedient. And obedience is, is found in doing. Obedience is found in following the instructions. And the content of the mind of God. Sometimes we listen to the preachings. And then we get so excited. Come out of here. We have forgotten about everything. Instead of just babbling around. About all these uh, bombastic words that are coming out of the tapes, coming out of the revelations and everything. But doing it, we do not. It is about time that when we say we love each other, we love each other. And when you love somebody, you sense them from afar that there is something wrong with them and you attend to them. You don't wait for them to come to you to say, ah, something is wrong in my life. And when somebody comes to you and confesses of their shortcomings, you don't go around babbling about, oh Lord, you help the brother, you help the sister, you sit down and you counsel them, you, you, you show them the correct blueprint. Of the correct, of the quality structure. To say, for you to be a correct material. In this structure that is called the body of Christ. This is how you ought to be. And you model that. You become a model of how the brother or sister should be. Crushing a brother and a sister while they are down already. Is killing them. How many people have we lost. In our church. Some of them I know they left. Because they don't want to be corrected. I understand. But most of them. They were just before they were taught. And by doing so. We crushed them. And they never came back. I am just wondering, those who were just before they were taught and still remained, oh Lord, His grace indeed is upon them. Because they found the teaching while being crushed for something they don't know. It's so painful that you are a thief and you are being crushed and the only life you understand is for that of being a thief or a drunkard. May God give us wisdom on how to approach people. So that He wins souls through our lives. We cannot win souls. We we can make a mess out of it. You can just come to a person and say, Hey, you drunkard. And then by doing so, you have lost a soul. But God has a way 
of making us the fishers of men? Are we not tired of coming to church and cursing each other? Are we not tired of coming to church and gossiping about each other? What profited you by gossiping about somebody else's life? If you see that Pastor Shabalala loves women, why don't you approach me? Why don't you come to me and speak to me and say, Pastor Shabala, we realize that you have got this shortcoming, my brother. Can we help you? How do you think people who come from other churches like, like, like Roman Catholic and, and you can name them, how do you think they are going to survive? A woman comes in here, she's wearing a trouser. By a look, she's demoralized. Leave her alone. Let her sit here. Let her listen to the word. And I'm telling you, that word, because it comes from God, it's going to eat her up. It will eat her up, up until she gives in and comes and says, Guys, I see all of you are wearing long dresses. What is that? Is this a uniform of the church or what? And then you start explaining. And again, I would advise that you don't wait for that long. That you approach him with the love of Christ. Because that person knows nothing of the message teachings. Lord help us saints. We as the message people sometimes we, we can think that we are better than other people. And you oh Jesus, you get surprised that a, 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 a rapist gets one chance to repent and he goes straight to the Lord. And you walk with the Lord outside of his blueprint. And when you die you miss him. Look at the thief on the other side of Christ on the cross. The other one says, I still don't believe in you. I'd rather die in this form. And the other one says, Lord, remember me. Just remember me. When you get on another side, just remember me. went we still have a chance says a lot of it let us repent the Lord help us to repent and repent indeed and repent indeed love each other respect each other take care of each other pray for each other if you know that you have not been given, when it comes to talking to people, pray for that person who's got shortcomings. Two, pray for the person who's going to be talking to them. That God give that person wisdom to get back that soul. Come on now, sis. You know, the Bible says a, a young lad was holding, no one was holding Samson's head. 
the way he was so fearful. He lost his vision. But the Bible says a young lad held his head. A young lad held an adult's hand. You get it, saints? A small boy. He did not look at him and say, but you did this to yourself. No! He led him to the pillars. And when Samson found the pillars, he found God. But if the lad did not hold him and lead him to the pillars, he would have not found them. Sin would have finished him.